Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Snap the Mertz, looking, sets, throws, left side, end zone, caught, touchdown, Wisconsin. Keontes Lewis, deep left corner of the end zone. And the Badgers are within one with 2.04 remaining. Welcome, everybody, to the second edition of the Behind the Rails podcast this week. I am your host, Travis Miller of HammerandRails.com. And with me, as always, is one of Purdue's all-time greats as a running back, Corey Sheets. And Corey, we get Wisconsin this week. And let's be honest, how how much would you have liked to run behind that Wisconsin offensive line? Hey, hey uh, honestly, I was happy with my the line. They, they was... There was some big guys, and I don't know if a few of them went, went to, on to play in the NFL, but I love my guys. So. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish we. I just wish I could have got the opportunity to, opportunity to to run more behind them. It, it was few and far between. Yeah, <laughs> and you still had you still had a thousand yard season, and that, I remember your senior year was really good. So, in the words of the new kids, I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but as we were saying here in the pre-show, it's Wisconsin. We know what they're going to do. They're going to run the ball. <laughs> attempt, attempt, attempt to run the ball. Attempt to run the ball, yes. Because I think our front seven will shut that down and they're going to have to resort to the air. And I don't feel like they're too confident there. I, I tend to agree with you there because Grim Mertz, I was talking with the Wisconsin SB Nation site, Bucky's fifth quarter this week. And Mertz has been up and down, and he only had 133 yards last week against the Michigan State secondary, which is probably the worst pass defense in the Big Ten. So they they were not able to throw very much last week, and now they get Purdue that is a little bit feast or famine through the air. But, uh, yeah, they're not having a lot of confidence in their quarterback right now. Yeah, and then especially with – our coaches seemingly having confidence in our running game. They might not know what what's coming for them. Absolutely, because it's it's nice to be able to mix things up. And I felt like the Nebraska game was probably the best balance we have had all season long offensively, don't you? Agreed. I mean, it, it literally was. I think I kind of went through uh, what, 35, 40 passes. Mm-hmm. We, we had about 40 to 50 rushes. <laughs> yeah, Maccabee had 30 carries alone. I can't remember the last time. The last time we had one guy get 30 carries in a game might have been you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't I don't think I ever carried the ball 30 times. <laughs> and uh, Guys, that's true. I mean, blowouts, they would have told me if it was – Going well, they would have gave it to one the backup more. <laughs> yeah, it was dumbfounded. I don't understand that, but anyway, I'm <laughs> 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 wounds. <laughs> hey, y'all, we got to take a break right now to pay for some stuff, so we will be right back after this ad. The Behind the Rails podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. 
Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, concerts, events with the first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online research for all of your sports information for live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that is B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. But yeah, it's like Maccabees come along, and that's going to be interesting because Wisconsin usually has a pretty strong defense, and this year they're they're good they're not up to wisconsin standards they're ninth in the big 10 in rushing they are seventh in passing so they're kind of middle of the road when they're usually at the top of the league and that's that's a very good sign i think for us i mean plus i feel like we're on a little little hot streak Mm. everybody's coming together injuries are being healed guys are getting in shape a few guys are finally seeing that they can handle college football and they're starting to get comfortable. And when that happens and a team gels, great things happen. So are you seeing more of a comfort level with Maccabee then? I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to trust you since you're the running back here, man. I mean, for me personally, I was nervous before every game, but more so those first nine games, my redshirt freshman year. But that game that I started, I was calm because it's like, this is my spot. Whatever I do, they're going to love. But after, like, a few carries, I started realizing, like, I'm the man. Like, they don't even got nobody behind me, so I can do whatever. It's if it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. And fortunately enough, it worked that day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. if, if, if Maccabee can have one of those epiphany moments to where the guy, he, he's looking behind him and is a senior, a guy that they're not too confident with, and then him, hey, just try shit. If it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. Yeah. But if it but if it does, <laughs> the payoff can be so so grand, you might be able to to overshadow what I did. <laughs> I, I think you're I do think you're seeing that with him because I mean he went for 178 yards. I'm trying to think of the last time we had a guy go over 150. It's I mean, it's been a while. I'd have to look it up, but he definitely had a lot of confidence, and I think he showed it in that first run against Nebraska where he just kind of got that pitch and he took it 10 or 15 yards and just set the tone, really. When you do that on the first play of the game, that has to help. I mean, yeah, unless, unless the other team know that, yeah, I'm going to be here all day. But it's more so the second or third hit that that sets up because anybody could blow their blow they load on the first pop. And then you might not never come to that moment again, but you're still thinking about that first pop. It's when a guy is bringing it the second, third, and fourth carry, five carries. Man, if he get, maybe he get two carries in a row, and the first carry, the hit is as impactful as the second. I mean, the second one is impactful as the first. 
you, you're starting to see something like, all right, it's the third quarter. This guy's still hitting me the same way he was hitting me in the first quarter. That's when the defense starts to thinking about how they're going to tackle you. That's when they start arm tackling. <laughs> so the more you got them thinking about whatever hit you put on them in the second or first or whatever quarter it may have been, the better it is for you as a runner. McAfee can deliver those blows as equally as the first and the third and the fourth. Oh, man. Watch out. Yeah, and I, I did look it up here as, we, as you were talking there. He his rushing total against uh against Nebraska last week, the highest since when since Markel Jones went for 217 in the 2017 bucket game against Indiana. So, like you said, he he was delivering that hit, that first hit, that second, that third, that fourth. And he, I mean, he was just consistent all night long. He didn't break a big one, but he was constantly getting eight, nine yards a carry, and that's that's huge with Purdue's offense. What was his longest? I think it was only like 16. I mean, it was it was not very long. Hmm. What's his uh what's his what's his height and weight? Uh let's see. I am bringing that up right now. I was like, I know you got it in front of you, so I would look it up myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he is six foot one ninety-five. Oh wow. And his longest carry was 18 yards against Michigan. He had a 17-yard catch, too. So, longest carry is 18 yards out of 30. That's pretty consistent there. I, I like that. I mean, yeah, as long as you got a bunch of 10, 12, 11s, maybe some 7s in there, 8s. It's like them 8-yard runs, 7-yard runs are, are, are more impactful than a 17-yard run because – Something like that could be like, oh, I missed assignment. Dude, mm-hmm. he slammed he slammed it when he should have looped or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but like if you if you constantly stinging them for seven, eight yards for carry, now you we run, you get seven yards. Now it's second and three, opposed to second and six, second and four. I mean, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you're constantly stinging them for them seven, eight yards. Those are way more statements than, than them big runs because anybody can blow their load. But that consistency, and that's, that was one thing I, I was good at. It was the consistency. I, I, I sting them for six, seven yards of carry. And so that, if McAvee can develop that, oh, wow. I mean, I can't wait. I hope, that the, I hope we get some linemen to block for this man. <laughs> <laughs> and and that, that's what is critical in Purdue's offense because you hit, you hit that second and two, second and three, and Brom likes to be able to throw deep there on that on the deep ball. I mean, that's what you want to do in football. And then, oh, okay, we didn't connect on the deep ball. Well, it's still third and two. We can convert this with another seven, eight-yard run. There we go. Exactly. So it's from uh, the OC told me I have a, a bigger package for two and four opposed to two and eight. And it made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, so if I if I get to two and four, then he's gonna give me the ball more. There you go. That's, that's how it translated in my mind. I know I know when my carry is gonna come in. Hey, when we get a first down, I know they're gonna give me the ball because they're trying to have more downs to throw. Cool. I get my <laughs> yards. They get their throws in. Everybody's happy. 
Oh, that's true. It, he's got three yards to go to ke- catch your biggest game because according to the media guide here, your best game was 180 against Oregon in your senior year. Oh, man, I should have been 200. <laughs> <laughs> well, you went for 80 on the first play. Man, if they had to give me the ball a couple, like two times and two, matter of fact, they gave me one time because I was, I was so hot that day. As Mind you, you said I went for 80 on the, on the first play. Minus that, I still go for a buck. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it it's an interesting game, and I think that's also another big factor. I think when it comes to Wisconsin, is like you said, they run the ball. That's what they want to do. We know what's coming at us. If you can have that running game, you keep theirs on the sideline, and they don't grind you down. And especially with a quarterback like Mertz, who is up and down at most you want him to play from behind you want him to be throwing would you like to take a guess as to how many completed passes he had against purdue last year i'm gonna say 12 five damn i was trying to give him something <laughs> 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 I was hoping he threw for 12 throw me through for 35 times and he, he completed 12 of them <laughs> nah, he 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 through he completed five passes last year against Purdue two of uh, the completions were early like first half long third and long conversions so that meant the entire second half he was handed off to his big running backs the whole game that's it he was five of eight he only attempted eight damn I mean (laughs) hey his QB rating is good don't you say (laughs) I don't know the percentage on that, but it got to be pretty high. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, and he was able to do that because they won the game by 17 points and they ran for 300 yards. <laughs> oh. Oh, you know, it's crazy. I always uh, knew. always knew we was playing a, a good team. That if they got up on us, I was never going to see the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Which was which was always baffling to me. It was like I'm one of your best ball carriers, if not the best ball carrier. Uh-huh. Why do I only get handed the ball standing next to the quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> Never understood that. And that was literally it was that was literally everywhere I went. When I was in high school, it was the same. When I went up to Canada, I got one play. <laughs> no, two. <laughs> toss slash that's it <laughs> it was a variation of that every single time <laughs> yeah and look what happened when they gave the gave you the ball you were the gray cup mvp now now imagine if there was some creativity creativity in giving me the ball <laughs> <laughs> and that yeah. was with one less down every drive that was with one, one less down to do yeah <sighs> It was crazy. I used to average carrying the ball like 15 times a game. Uh-huh. If if I carry the ball 15 times a game, at least we won. <laughs> no exaggeration, no lie. You look this up. It's crazy. I, I didn't even I didn't realize until I was watching the game when I was hurt and uh the announcer said it. And I was like, I started thinking about it like shit, man, when they give me the ball, offense flows. 
And that was the same thing at Purdue. Like, I used to scream to the coach, like, give me the ball. It flows better when it, y'all give me the ball. They was like, we do run the ball. They're not listening. I said, give me the ball. <laughs> uh, your senior year was only the fourth best rushing season in school history with 1,131 yards. So, Man, And I sat out again. And, and they gave it, They tried to get a backup ball more than me on a, a lot of occasions. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh... – it, it is crazy, man, and that's that's just what Wisconsin wants to do. The way I've described them over the years is they're going to run behind a big line. Occasionally, they'll play action pass, and every once in a while, they'll throw in a jet sweep. You know what's coming, and we lost 15 in a row knowing what's coming. So, I mean, I can go through and mention, you know, both the backs from last year are still on the roster. Braylon Allen is their top guy. 757 with eight touchdowns. Uh, Chez Malusi, 223 in a score. He was over 100 last year, too. Uh, he might be out because I think they said he's got a bit of a wrist injury. But, I mean, it's it's Nebraska. Or not Nebraska. It's Wisconsin. They, they've got somebody that can be that backup. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. We were talking about a lot about running, but I think our defense got this. This is one of those games that were – the coaches is going to be in their ass. Like, hey, Nebraska, they do this and that. And then prior to sign, I mean, you're five and two. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you like to be six and two? Defense, if y'all play y'all asses off, not even the defense, if that box, front seven, front eight, plays their ass off, we win. And I, I tend to agree with you. And this, this is an encouraging <laughs> stat. We have not given up a 100-yard rusher this year. Which I mean, that's, you could say that the last few years. Yeah, like if Purdue's defense has been shutting the running game down for a while with stupid plays in the air. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might not have to worry about this this week. <laughs> that, that would be nice. And uh, we have not given up even 50 yards to a running back this year, which I think is even more incredible, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been too impressed with any of their running backs. That one guy at Penn State, but I can't remember his name. He, uh, might have, he showed some flashes, but uh, <laughs> Yeah, Penn State's had three guys go for 31, 31, and 30. Uh, Indiana State, you can just throw that one out. <laughs> Syracuse, we held uh, Tucker, their top guy, to 42 on 18 carries. What did the quarterback run for? He ran for 83. Yeah, most that, rushing that. yards we've given up was 94 to the Florida Atlantic quarterback. The quarterback ran for 83 yards. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the, the next week, the Florida Atlantic quarterback ran for 94. Uh, I do think that, you know, there is a small asterisk there because we did not face Minnesota's Mo Ibrahim, who's really, really good. He did not play against us, but – I mean, I, I'm liking these rushing totals right now, man. We're we're holding most teams under 100 yards, and that's that's fantastic. What what's Wisconsin uh, quarterback rushing yards looking like? Oh, uh, he's, he's mobile. He is <laughs> not mobile. <laughs> he we need is, an O'Connell back there. <laughs> he's at minus 12 yards rushing for the season. So, oh man. And of his 27 carries, 13 have been sacked. So he's only actually taken off 14 times. Wow. 
uh, it, it'll be interesting. And this is not your typical Wisconsin team. Uh, they've, they, when they've won, they won in a blowout, but they've, the three be- teams they've beaten are, you know, not good. <laughs> Northwestern, New Mexico State, and I think it's Illinois State. Wow. Which uh, Illinois State, coached by your defensive coordinator, Brock Spatz. Never liked that guy. <laughs> now, see, I know that people wanted him to take over when Tiller left, though. I probably wouldn't have mind that, but never liked that guy. <laughs> uh, so, what was it like when you played at Wisconsin? I know it's a different road venue. You got to jump around. They usually have a really good crowd. Just what was it like up there? I only remember playing there once, I think. But uh, it was my redshirt freshman year, and it was crazy. It was loud. I was I was kind of that was probably like, like my only moment where I was like, oh my god, like this is the big ten. <laughs> Other than that, it was just another game to me. To be honest with you. Gotcha, gotcha, and that, I mean that's what they got to treat it as. I don't, I don't think that they can get too overwhelmed by it. I don't think you can take them for granted. But at the same time, I think there's got to be a little bit of edge of okay, we got to finally get past these guys. You know, we got to prove ourselves a little bit. Fifteen games in a row to one opponent—that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a that's a big number. But I, like I was telling you before, we more focused on. Five in a row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. You get five in a row. You know, to the next school. <laughs> I think another thing that is kind of an underrated factor is the last two years, this team has been pretty damn good away from home. They've won seven out of, I think, 10 games away from home in the last two seasons, which is very impressive. I mean, I know last year we won five games away from home. It was the first time we had done that since 1943. And that caught, yeah. Were either one of us a lot live? No. Hey, how old do you think I am? I mean, that was a joke. It was a joke. (laughs) You caught it. You caught it. (laughs) That was before my mom was even born. Damn. (laughs) It was like my mom was two. But but anyway, it's like this team just seems to have some confidence playing on the road, and even the even a couple of the losses that they had there. I mean, you throw out the Ohio State game last year because that's Ohio State, but they're right there with Syracuse. They went toe to toe with Notre Dame last year, and th- this team just—I don't think much shakes them when they're playing away from home. I mean, you absolutely right on that. Plus, I also think they have the. I'm not sure what to call it, but they don't really have to worry about the big play in the air with these guys. Mm-hmm. And that's usually where they struggle at. Mm-hmm. So having that on your side, I feel like the chances are going to be very high that they're going to win. And I was yeah. a, a betting man. I, I put it all on Purdue this week. That's why Whatever you got to shit. That's why you got to shut that run down because that's what Wisconsin does. They run, they run, they run. Then they set up for that big play on the play action. And when you're 
when you're stacking the box. And I know we'd be susceptible to that, but you slow them down, man, I, I, I'm trying not to get too confident because this is Wisconsin, man, but man, you're, you're getting me confident, man. I like that. <laughs> I mean, tell me why you're not. I mean, look, look everywhere. <laughs> where, where, where are we, where are we the, the downside? The the only reason I'm not confident is that 15 game losing streak to Wisconsin, and I've I've seen this movie before. And... You worry about some old shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't play. We're, just, we're talking about this season. <laughs> worry about last season, COVID. Something was going on back. <laughs> it's cold in Wisconsin. I don't know if COVID was up there. <laughs> I, I guess the final question is, is this is the last game before the bye week. How nice is that to get the win before that week off? Oh, man, it's great because it's like you won two weeks in a row even though you didn't play. <laughs> last time I played, we won. Hey, so, yeah, bye week or not. <laughs> and you, you can put your feet up and watch everybody else play too. Be like, yeah, why don't you guys knock yourself out this week, all right? You're absolutely right on that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we can start uh, bringing this in for a landing. Uh, so, what's your what's your pick and uh, score pick on Saturday? Ooh, you hit me with a conundrum with the score. Um, now nah, we've been pr- putting up numbers. I'm gonna say thirty-five, fourteen. Oh, a twenty-one point win in Madison. That's that would I'm be emphatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna call it thirty-five, fourteen. Yeah, that, that would be emphatic. That would get us into the top 25 because we are currently 26th. We are, we are that first team out of the polls. So get that W this week, and we even get to go in the bye week ranked. And, and I'm going to say Sheffield going to have a game. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Sheffield, Sheffield he had two touchdowns this past week, but he he's kind of floating in and out, and he could we could use him to have a game too. If he if he put two in a row, I feel like this would be his coming out like ah right, yeah I can do this on a regular basis. I don't gotta be be shy no more. Because mm-hmm. once again, you start seeing a guy dance on the field, start putting spin moves, he's starting to get more confident. Starting to feel like you can't tackle me, so I can do I can do this. I can do that. He is Let's coming off Chef of his best game of the year: five yeah. for seventy and two scores. I'm calling this. This is going to be Sheffield game ball. Oh, I like that. I like <laughs> that. I can get behind that. <laughs> Let's see. Is this the best game of his career? Five for 72 scores? And he had an eight for 48 last year in a score at Iowa. So, yeah. It was his, I think it was his career high in yardage. Yeah, it was his career high in yardage last week, too. So, I mean, shoot, let's stay. Right? Sheffield 10 catches? <laughs> Ooh. I can, can get behind get that. I can get behind that. I think we can make that happen. <laughs> Ten catches, two more TDs <laughs> for about one thirty. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would agree with that. Yes. Yeah, that'll work perfectly. Come on, Chef. If you listen to this, hey, we need ten out of you. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well. For Corey and myself, Travis Miller of HammerandRails.com, this has been the Behind the Rails podcast. We will be back next week, hopefully, talking about a one-game winning streak over the Wisconsin Badgers as we go into the bye. 
So for that, uh, we thank you for listening and Boiler Up. BTFU. The Behind the Rails podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.